Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 welcome to episode 98 of the Down to Herf podcast. A lot of changes here. Uh, nice little facelift for us, uh, for you guys out there watching on the video side of things. Uh, I'm sure you guys will enjoy all the changes we've made to the show. Um, dude, very, very exciting episode coming up. A lot to get to, so let's get right into it. Caleb, what's up? You know, always happy to be here, experience a, a little bit of that holiday hangover, just nonstop drinking and stuff, but, uh, you know, just going to let that streak right out and continue, so I'm with it if you boys are. Caleb, how is that different from any other day of the week for you? <laughs> I don't think it's a holiday hangover for Caleb. I just think it's a, like a hangover that never goes away because he, he's always drinking. He Call just it. had a little bit more than usual, so like homeostasis is off. <laughs> it's just called being an alcoholic, functioning alcoholic. That's all. <laughs> just kidding. I, no, at home, I don't really drink a lot. I save the drinking for like uh, Friday or Saturday. I don't really drink Monday through Thursday. I don't believe you. <laughs> he definitely drinks during weekdays that we drink. Right. Well, that's not at home though. That's it with here with the boys. With the boys. Whiskey reviews. Oh. And cigar reviews. And cigar reviews. Yeah. With the boys. Shout out you to our are, boys. You guys are just silly. <laughs> you guys are just silly. We're getting silly with it. Um listen, we got a lot to get to. Uh Geo. We're smoking a new brand of cigar on the show. Not a new brand, but like a new new to the hearth. Uh, we haven't done anything from this brand, so let's dive right into that cigar. All right, guys. Well, we are today are going to be smoking the royalty from Black Label Trading Co. I've heard a lot of good things about this brand. They've been requested that we review them by a few listeners, so we finally obliged after we were able to get, able to get our hands on some. Pretty reasonably priced. The royalty that we have here is a 5x54 Robusto. And this is actually the first cigar in their blend. Or, I'm sorry, in their line. This is the first blend line that they made here. Excuse me on that one there. Fucking tongue-tied. Guess I got one of those holiday hangovers. It's the first episode of the year, Gio. Uh, no pressure at all. Yeah, right. see? He's got no that. one listens to us anyway, he's right? Got, he's got that mm-hmm. holiday hangover, slurring his words too already. Yeah. So we got an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper on this, along with a Honduran binder and Nicaraguan filler. So different flavors that we're used to. I think this Ecuadorian Corojo, we haven't had a Corojo on the show in a minute. I don't recall. Dude, dude. I think we've definitely done them. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh. The herb, I think, was a Corojo. Yep, the ERB by Tatsuahe. The uh, Las Calaveras 22 was a Corojo 99, I believe. Uh, so we've definitely done some Corojo stuff. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of any recently. So been a hot second. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into this. And uh, obviously, Black Label Trading Company. I, I don't really know a lot about the company. Do you, do you have any information on them? So this was actually started by uh, one of the co-founders, James Brown, got down to this whole, he couldn't find a cigar that fit his palate. So this guy just decided to make his own cigars. If you see him on Instagram, he's got like this biker look to him. Looks like definitely like he belongs on Sons of Anarchy. Like, 
<laughs> tried to reach out. Nobody fucking ever messages back via email or Instagram. So, you know, love to have you on to actually talk about some cool shit and figure out a little bit more. But I guess him and his wife, you know, went to Nicaragua and learned how to blend cigars and said, fuck it, we're making our own. Why don't we fucking do that, dude? We should just all go to fucking Nicaragua and just backpack just through the hills. We'll go, like you that. know, hang out at Skip's house and let the howler monkeys try and steal Caleb. Yo, what's really fucking crazy is, man, that was that was crazy to hear that shit in the background, man. But yeah, uh, any other information that you think is you know worth talking about? I, I I don't really know. I don't I don't know a lot about this company. So I mean, so I, apparently he likes to make like most of his things. Uh, uh, the cigar brands that he goes a very like gothic uh, imagery on it, like the skeletons, things like that. Like I said, very fitting. It's almost like piratey or definitely looks like a biker, dude. If you pull him up on there, when you see this guy, you're going to be like, oh, okay. I see what he's talking about now. Sure. But uh, as far as retail, uh, the stick retails at about $8, so pretty reasonably priced. Uh, they have a very like sought-after culty limited edition stuff. Like It's Viaje tat level of like just when their LEs come out, they're there. Do they have like a following like like those companies? Uh from what I was seeing here, I'll tell you they had a pretty decent uh, amount of followers. I mean, they're hard, they're very hard to get around here. Yeah, I mean like uh, what I mean is like uh as far as people. Like does it seem to be a pretty popular company? I I really don't know a lot, and I know that might sound a little ignorant to some people listening, but I I just this is obviously the first time we're doing it on the show and listen you guys ask, you shall receive. So we have to do it on the show. So they got about 14,000 followers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'd say in the cigar industry, I think that's a lot. I mean, the big ones, you know, your Fuentes and your Padrones, obviously. They're, I think they're definitely a pretty organic following. Like, But it's like that whole like cross between like Pete Johnson and with the tat added up, dude. But, you know, Jax Teller meets Pete Johnson. Hmm. That's how I would describe this guy. Very interesting. But the cigars, I mean, he's makes some crazy ones too. Like, here, I'll show you that. I'm going to send you a quick text. You can check it out here and you can tell me what you think of some of their stuff. This is their lineup that he they posted. But uh, they make some pretty crazy barber poles that like similar to the craft packs. Sure. And there's Candela in it, regular, all that. I just sent that over to you. Definitely some stuff I'd like to try in the future if we could find it. I sent it in a group chat. I see it. I'm pulling it up right now. I'll pull it up for the audience, too. Yeah. I mean, so... Oh, yeah. I look mean, at that, man. So, these are pretty... Right? These look yeah. crafted very well. Are they just the blenders, or do they actually roll this shit? So, they are their own company. I, James Brown, not to be confused with the singer James Brown. Did I say hmm. James... It is it? Yes, James Brown. It is Brown. James Brown, yes. Yes. Okay. Is I thought I said our, James Bland or some shit. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel no. like one of our guests talked about James Brown rolling for Black Label Company. I, it's a couple episodes back. I can't recall, but uh, the name sounds familiar. So on their up. main website, uh, when you go to click on it, it, says, it goes to Ove Jane Gra- Grass Cigars. I hope I'm not butchering it, so I'm assuming that's their uh, parent company. But while we're talking about companies, I think this is important to get into it. First of the year, boys. Awesome to say this. Really, really excited for it. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Crownheads, makers of acclaimed lines like Mil Diaz, Four Kicks, and Lavareta. Which, speaking of which, 
That stick is a fucking banger, boys. That thing uh, cracked the top 10 this year. Um, a bunch of lists. Yeah, I I saw that that cigar specifically did very well. Uh, obviously, John is doing a fantastic job over there, and we are very happy to have you aboard, buddy. Um, looking forward to you know what the next year has to to offer everybody. Yeah. Uh, next time we have Jake on, we're gonna make him read the ad read. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we're gonna make fucking Jake do it. Why not? But again, I I know I said it. Very happy to bring you guys aboard, and uh, you know. Thank you guys for supporting us and sponsoring the show. So Welcome to 2024. Seriously, man. Mm-hmm. So many things to announce, man. So many things to announce. Did you ever think when we first started this fucking 97 episodes ago, that, you know, official 97 episodes, <laughs> that we'd be fucking Because this is 98, right? Yeah. We'd be sponsored and fucking have a couple companies, you know, helping us out at the way they do. And this all started. In a drunken night, shivering in this fucking garage. What's really fucked up about it is, uh, I, I, dude, we've told the story a million times on the show. I don't want to dive too deep, but can you imagine you start a podcast in your garage? It doesn't look like it does now. The show was completely different. And your first guest is Miguel Shadell. And he comes over, and we just absolutely clam bake and have a mega herf in this fucking garage. With <laughs> well, like we had the garage so open. So many cigars. No, we didn't. And oh, we smoked. You're right, you're right. And we each smoked about two cigars each that day. Yes. That episode, too. Dude, that was... And then here we go, uh, you know, a year and a half later, and now Crownheads is brought aboard and sponsoring the show. Yeah. So we're really happy to have you guys and looking forward to everything the, the next year. Made here, a so. dope-ass hat, which, I mean, whatever you're freaking Jesse lose, fucking claim your shit, bro. Try to fucking give you some cool shit. You got to message us back. Or we are drawing a new winner. Just got to put that out there. Yeah. yeah we, I, I got to say, dude, if we got to go beyond this week, we're going to have to redraw that. Yeah, because so. we're not going to fuck people over who want it. You know. Final warning. You left us on red, dude. <laughs> don't leave us on red, man. Oh, Caleb's been left on red so many times in his life. Now he actually Not by women, them. mainly by people I want to come on our show. Definitely by some women. That, but I don't know if that's I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Like Caleb right. reaches out to guests to come on the show, and when he gets left on red, it's almost like him telling this sad story about some girl that he really liked. Bro, talk back in the day, I never got put on red. I was always, you know, DMs responded to right away. Can you also tell how humble he is? That's a humble brag, by the way. <laughs> it's a humble brag. Uh while we're here with you, Caleb, um, what are we getting into? Obviously, we have a really cool bottle. First bottle of the year. Uh, what are we drinking, man? Because this one's pretty cool. All right. First bottle of the year. Got to go big. I was thinking about saving this one, but I was like, yeah. Got to go big, but the name is Little. Little Book. Like Caleb. <laughs> little Book. The Little uh, Elf. Do it a Little Book by Freddie No. This is obviously a James B. Centauri product out of the warehouse over there in Kentucky. So we have Little Book, Chapter 7, in retrospect. So it's the seventh chapter in the Little Book Whiskey series so in retrospect offers the curious whiskey drinker a chance to explore where american whiskey can go and by where it's been so there's quite the unique blend here we have um what do we have seven different streams all brought in one so we have an we have a four-year-old kentucky straight rye whiskey a four-year-old kentucky straight bourbon whiskey five years straight malt whiskey finished in apple wood smoked barrels Nine-year Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 10-year Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, so two ryes in there. Then we have a 17-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey and an 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So there is a lot of complexity in here. 
Uh, you got seven, you know, seven different blends for chapter seven from Freddie B. No, uh, eighth generation master distiller at uh, James B. Bean. So uh, this bottle is 118.1 proof. And uh, so it has that undisclosed mash bill, but it is all Ooh. those. It is all those seven blends together. I think they told us a lot more than a lot of places right. tell yeah. us, Geo. No, we're making. I know, I know. I guess last episode, and then the age is also it's undisclosed. But you just heard all those different ages right there. You got a range of uh, fourteen years from four year old rye and a four year old straight bourbon all the way up to an eighteen year old Kentucky straight bourbon. So crazy mix of seven different blends here. Uh, MSRP is about one hundred fifty dollars here. I had to go big, you know. Had some extra loot in the pocket from Christmas, you know. We're in the after holiday season. Oh, you bought this? Yeah. Oh, I thought this, this was gift. gifted. No, no, no. I mean, oh. gift to myself. Hey, Humble Merry Christmas. Christmas. And the boys. I, I also, I also uh, feel like I do that weekly. So I guess you. <laughs> yeah, you do it a lot more often than I do. So, so thank you. Now, Christmas is all year for me. Okay, so just to like, uh, my understanding, just so for our listeners here, this is like the, uh, like Booker's, right? And like in comparison, it's like Stag versus George T, right? Like similar like, like they set up. So I think Booker's is a little cheaper than the little book. Yeah, not it, by it much. definitely is. Oh, I thought Booker's not by was much. pretty rare too. They're both yeah, Booker's They're is kind of rare too. Allocated. Yes. And I'm going to tell you this These just as somebody that's gone to the Bourbon Trail, right? Mm-hmm. I've been to, and and Caleb was there as well. Yeah, uh, it it uh James B Beam, they actually offered this allocated product. Right there at their distillery. Did you get this one? Yours was the green label, though, I, right? I have it. But yours had the green, uh, like a green label on. Is it a rye? No. So, but it's not little book. You have the bookers, though. No, right? I have, I have all the bookers from this year. Okay, I, yeah. Oh, Every, so you have this bottle? There's four from this year, I think. Oh, wow. But the little book, I think I have chapter six or oh, chapter last, five last, in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the others here. Yeah, yeah, I know you had the the little book for a couple years, sitting on the shelf in there for a while. Yeah. I just wasn't, because I wasn't sure how that worked, because, like, you know how, like... Dude, you know how much shit is just sitting on my fucking bar right now? That, like... Weird flex, but... You will be, yeah, but you'll be, you'll be the, yeah, it's not supposed to sound, like, cocky or anything, but, I mean, you guys will be the beneficiaries of it, because there's nobody I'm gonna fucking drink this shit with. Uh, I mean, we've, again, we've talked about some of the rarer and harder to get bottles up on the top shelf inside. When am, when the fuck am I going to drink those things? I I always tell myself it's like oh yeah you know special occasion. Uh, well, episode one hundred's coming up. Well, you know what? Yeah, no shit. You don't need to buy new bottles for the show. You just take some of your old stuff. <laughs> there you go. So then you you're technically saving money if you look at it that way. I don't know about that, man. Because there's so much shit out there that I don't know, man. Got it. So the just so we know, crazy. guys, when episode one hundred pops, Jerry's coming. That Jerry's opening up the vault. <laughs> Actually, I have to be honest with you. I think Geo's up on yeah, episode one hundred. You got ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, you got ninety nine. Your lucky number, though. No, ninety one. Uh, close enough. Yeah. yeah. Eight off. <laughs> it's actually, uh, it's actually eight. And uh, again, I've said I've told this story before, but uh, my number in hockey was taken, which is usually eight, and I just went to ninety one because nine minus one is eight. Classic math. Yeah. And then uh, one time I was on a team that both numbers were taken. So you were 17? I was 71. So uh, it, it, I was like some weird seven shit. 7 plus 1 equals 8? Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why, dude. That's, uh, I, dude. I thought you were picking up what I was putting down, I Caleb. It. I got it, man. In retrospect, 
What about 26? 26 was actually a number that I used to wear too. What about 44? Nope, never wore 44. Mm. Actually, that was uh, my buddy Brendan's favorite number. 53? Never wore 53. 35? No. Can eight. I go through all of the possible? How many are you going to go through? 19? Eight, eight negative one. <laughs> yeah, eight negative one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a funny jersey. Eight negative one. Or no, nine. Seven. Nine negative one. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, back to getting in the retrospect of things. Uh, this bottle saw a $25 increase Wait, from last on. year. I gotta, Just let them go. It's a, it's a tie-in to the name over here. All right? I, I'm doing a thing. It's called transitioning. Um <laughs> Speech like transitioning. Okay, all right, yeah, buddy. Because yeah, yeah. like, it is what it is if you're doing it. But yeah. like, <laughs> no, my doing... God, bro. <laughs> Me and Jerry just looked at each other like, wait, what the fuck did he just? My say? man is on some shit right now. Let him finish. Okay, though. Let's, let this guy I'm get through this, this hangover, hang, this holiday hangover. I'm still just like, I'm gripping through it. I'm ripping through it. I'm drinking. In retrospect, you should really think about how the year's gone. And I'm talking about how this bottle is. So when you're drinking this bottle. You should be thinking about everything you've drinking throughout the year, as this was a late holiday edition allocation. So you got to think about everything you're drinking, all the different blends, all the different years, the age, the limited release, and just knowing that there's seven different blends in this thing of all different complexities and ages. That's how Fred No went into this bottle. It's like, you know what? You just got to blend everything together. It's a blended whiskey. And you just got to think about all the complex components in here. And, you know, you got to think, is the asking price worth it? Is it reasonable? Should you add this to your collection? Should you drink it with your friends on a podcast and enjoy it? Um, I think Fred knows, Freddie No knew exactly what I was going for, and that's why I chose this bottle for today. That was beautiful. That was, that was, uh, that was beautiful. In retrospect, I don't think we should let him read any ads today. (laughs) (laughs) We might have some. We may have some. And yeah, we might have to let Gio do that. <laughs> what do you think, G? We'll see. We'll see how this hangover feels. <laughs> well, I just want to say we've already had a couple sips, maybe on to our second pour here. Um, it is 118 proof, but man, I am getting some nice, sweet tasting notes. It does not hit or drink like 118. I will agree to that. I have to say, uh, very, very sweet. Um, when you said 118, I was like, really? Yeah. I'm sure I'll have those drunk hiccups later, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yep, that was 118. But <laughs> Well, bro, this is uh, this is higher than that NBC we got you. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. We, do- no, we no, did do our Christmas. No, the NBC was only 114, and that gave yeah. me heartburn for like crazy. That was 114, so this is just a little bit For those higher. wondering what NBC is, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but uh, it's a Nashville barrel company. Uh, these guys decided for Christmas they were going to get me a bottle each, and they both brought me the same bottle, which is pretty but slightly amazing. different. Yeah, yeah, slightly different. A proof, maybe a, a a proof point off. It was pretty amazing. Almost, I so like a half percent of alcohol less. I mean, it was it was pretty weird. It was, it was hot. It was hot. It was definitely hot. And this at one eighteen, way easier to drink. Nothing against NBC, but just the the blend, the age on here. There's a lot of complexities going on here, so that you know that's why it maybe m- drinks a little lighter than 118. Very sweet. We'll we'll get back to more tasting notes as the episode goes along. But in retrospect, we're gonna slow down. We're gonna enjoy this whiskey and uh, just reflecting on today's whiskey market and the price. It's not a bad thing to slow down and reflect. We're gonna give Caleb like a Sesame Street segment, uh, like the word of the day. Today's <laughs> word of the day it. is retrospect. I'm just going to keep saying it, just nonstop. See, like, we're going to do a retrospect count. 
Bourbon with the boys. <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started, because I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, holiday hangover, right? We're in that lull, that in-between time of uh, Christmas and New Year's. There's six days. And uh, it's six days where no one really knows what's going on, what day it is. No one wants to work. No one wants to do anything. Uh, this time is often referred to as the dead zone. Between Xmas, No Man's Land, Void Week, and my personal favorite, Kringo Limbo. So you're in that Kringle, Kringle Bell time. You're in that limbo. Like, you don't know what's going on. It's just the stage of where am I? What am I doing? And who's around to drink with me? Unrelated question. Have you ever lost a game of limbo? I'm very, I'm not very limber. I'm not. I don't, no. no, I'm tall. It's a short yeah. joke. I get it. Yeah. In retrospect, I uh, I I'm picking up. I get it. Down. In retrospect, stop <laughs> saying retrospect. Stop. Stop saying that. But you know, we're in that time of year. There's six days between the new year. Uh, right now, we're at, you know the 27th. So it's like, what are we doing this time? I know we have shit to do, like put out podcasts and. Drink and smoke cigars. I I hate that we do it, but now that we're getting paid, it's pretty nice. Um, so it does make things a little nicer. But uh, you know, like other people. I, oh, you hate this? Oh, it's well, oh, fuck you. There's the door. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. That was total, total, total. Uh, he's lost right now, man. I'm wow. telling you, he is hungover. He's hungover. So Dude. listen, let me let me throw it out there, right? I don't really feel that we are actually. I take it back. Last night. I went in for one day to work, right? Like, because yeah. I took the holidays off. Uh, right. I went in. I was like, it. It just feels like I'm gonna work a half day today. See? No one wanted to do shit. Yep. Did you work a half day? It was dead. No one wants to do anything. There's no fighting. There's no domestic issues. Everyone is just in this like constant state of just like. Man, I don't feel like doing nothing. Hungover I don't want to fight my girl. I don't want to fucking do something <laughs> stupid. I don't want to get arrested. I don't want to do shit. Well, you don't want to get arrested before New Year's because you miss out on the New Year's party. You know what's going to be lit. Uh, someone's going to pop out a titty. It's going to be wild. So you don't want to miss it. So <laughs> you don't want to go to jail before New Year's. Okay. I got it. That just makes me laugh because in our group chat, I sent someone uh, reposted an old Mitch Trubisky tweet of him at like 12 years old saying I love to kiss titties or some shit like that. And Caleb just saying that, I was like, oh wow, that's Caleb every day. He just lost his job. <laughs> Again. Mitchy Biscuits lost his job? Yeah. Uh, what Mason is it? Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah. yeah. Listen, go Mason Rudolph, that fucking game, helping the Bills. We're not going to get into football, but we're coming. Well, you know, also during this Christmas law, the holiday season in between mix. It also is college football, you know, bowl season. It's bowl season. That's part of, like, the holidays. You know, you get the big championship game. So, like, so I had to bring that up. You know, you, it was a nice little segue you brought up out there. So I just had to say, you know, college football fans out there, a lot of bowl games coming up. There's nothing to look forward to after Christmas except New Year's Eve. And it's so weird. You could be just so over the year, right? And then... As soon as New Year's Eve hits and the next day hits 12, everyone's in a different mindset. It's like, I'm going to grind. I'm ready for my New Year's resolution. Oh, I got my vacation days back. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah, seriously, y'all. What people don't understand oh. is, new, bro, New Year, 
new fucking well, new vacation days. Well, that's nice that some people get started new. Other people like have to start fresh all over. If you don't use it, I get to roll over two weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. See, you awesome. really never use your vacation time. No, I maybe take a day or two off during the week to go golfing or something like that. Are you yeah. planning? Like, are you coming to PCA with us this year in March? That's the plan, my guy. No, don't say that's the plan. I asked you if you're coming to PCA with me and Geo. Like, there is no. Are we going to PCA? Yeah. Like me and Geo, it's we're going to PCA. All right, this isn't for you guys. This is all for the vendors and the makers of cigars and stuff like that. I'll be there. So if you ignored my DMs. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. You, it's a lot easier to talk to these guys in person, Caleb. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I you can go meet you can, Leo from Nova and wear, you know, an I love MILF shirt to her and she'll probably punch you. I will definitely have more inappropriate shirts. You can also, guys. you know, you can look up to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I don't think any of we talked about this. How was everyone's Christmas? Dude. It was great. I had an awesome Christmas. I I didn't really do a lot. Obviously, uh, you know, the baby, you know, was her first Christmas. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. You have a little bit of an advantage. Your daughter is going to absolutely enjoy her first Christmas because she's going to be a year old. Right? Yeah. So, like, my daughter, she's six months. It's really hard. Like, this might sound a little weird, but me and my wife, she has so much shit. We didn't even really go get her anything. We so, she had more interest in playing with the wrapping paper than she did any gifts that anybody got her. It was really weird. So similar boat. Now, granted, you know, my daughter is the first grandbaby for my parents. Oh my god. It wasn't my parents so much get they got like practical things for the most part. It was the great grandparents that my grandmother on my dad's side got so much shit that I don't even know where to put any of this. And this, I got to meet. Oh, shit. I didn't even mean to say that. I'll believe it. Yeah. Beep. But I didn't even get to meet her. Yeah. Uh, but she showed the game today. What was really weird was that baby ain't playing with no toys. She ain't playing with shit. Uh, or, no, it's she's sleeping and pooping and eating. That's all she's Dude, doing still. I was on the phone with you. I was like, all you hear is her in the background, and I'm like feeding her while we're talking about all this. Like, also, I didn't do this, but I'm gonna give a shout out out to uh, our boy Carl from Tall, T- Tall Chief Cigars for actually making a house call and delivering these to us, so we didn't have to drive 40 minutes. Yeah, dude, Carl, thank you, man. We appreciate you, and uh, I-, I appreciate you for all the nice shit that you do for me too. Yeah, so. uh, that was just my own thing. I forgot to mention that. So, just so you guys know, we did pay for these cigars. You know, we wanted to try them on our own money, but. We were very lucky that the shop in the area that has them is a friend of ours, and dude makes house calls. Thank, Check him out. Thank you, Hot Carl. Appreciate that. It's throwing out nicknames, too. It's, no. <laughs> it's, th- it's going to be a thing from now on. Oh, God. But yeah, also giving presents to little kids who are like under one, they're not even going to remember a thing anyway. Well, so. no. She plays with this stupid little fucking <laughs> piano playmat that was $14 that my dad got her, <laughs> and you hit it, and it's like a monkey... For, the monkey does this. I mean, it's annoying as shit, but it fucking entrances the baby. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Obviously, this isn't like the da- the dad podcast or anything, but like my kid watches this show called Hey Bear. It's like sensory training. It, it puts her in a trance. She oh, just yeah. sits there. I need that from my kids. I'll be like, honey, no. honey, honey, honey. And she won't even look. And then like I turn the TV off for a second. I'm like, honey. And she goes, 
It's the weirdest <laughs> thing, dude. She just in a trance. But oh my god! And like my grandmother, just the random. She bought one of you know you ever seen those giant stuffed gorillas? Like I'm talking that like as big as the couch, like the fair ones. Yes, yeah. like Geo on trend. Her <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. But she bought her one of those. I'm like. Grandma, what the fuck are we going to do with this? I can't even fit it in my car. I got to throw it out there. My dad wanted me to bring this up. Um, we really appreciated the gift, Gio. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. No really appreciate it. My dad was like, oh, that little thing, huh? Because my dad got her like this giant mini. Oh, man. And he goes like, oh, that little thing? <laughs> I don't know what it was, but my dad got all like. Oh, because I knew. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad was not having that. My dad was not appreciative. It must be a grandparent thing that they need to get the biggest fucking stuffed animal. Hey, listen, not the biggest dick, but on Christmas, my man needed to shine. He was shining. Papa needs to shine. Listen, I just brought a little... Don't worry. (laughs) Papa. Papa. Papa Lou, you're the winner here. Mine's for the car rides. Yours is for home. (laughs) Seriously. But it was funny. Because, like, uh, everybody just so many Mickeys and Minis, and it's, like, all the same shit. Right, dude. Kids, it doesn't matter who they are, where they come from, what they look like, uh, their environment. They all get the same fucking gifts. All of them. It's it's actually kind of amazing. Everyone always... Let me ask you a real question, okay? This is going to be a funny one for any dads out there that are listening, and, and any women out there, any moms. How many... Uh, oh, well... Let me just clarify this. We live in Buffalo, New York. How many bear suits did you get? Uh, I think at least three or four. It's the most fucked up. How many fucking bear suits do we need? But they're cute. (laughs) And they're warm. It's just like, dude, it was so many. So many bear suits. Everybody got a bear suit. Dude. They're warm. Warm season. You know what? We need to get a bear suit for Caleb. Would you wear it on the show? Of course you would. Um, I might wear it on the After Earth show when we are on Patreon. Coming soon. Oh, yes. That's yeah. uh, that's gotta, gotta something that. we, we really do got to plug that. Uh, the After Earth show is now on Patreon. So anybody that wants to watch. You have to pay. You have to pay. We are charging money for this. Um, you can find us at patreon.com slash down to earth podcast. Um, we are doing two tier memberships. We have a. Let me just get to it real quick. Just this is wanna, good just news. Bring this, this is up, important. Guys. We are doing a Herfing with the Boys membership. It is six dollars a month. This is our basic package. This tier gives you access to our once a week after show, so you get four shows a month. And then our highlighted tier is twelve dollars a month. It is called the Mega Herf. And this tier, you'll be granted access to our monthly one hour virtual online Herf with the Boys and a biannual exclusive giveaway. Uh, Patreon subscribers will be told when these giveaways and the afterhearths will take place. Special guests are also might be available for appearances to online virtual herf schedules permitting. So you're really going to want to be in that mega herf if you're a fan of the afterherf. It's coming back. Took a little bit of hiatus. We are back. We are so back. We did a lot of planning on this, and I think this is going to be really good for us. Uh, obviously, anything that's going to help the show, help us grow. And just keep bringing you guys quality content and, and you know, endless laughs uh, is going to be beneficial to you guys. Uh, also, don't sleep on those annual giveaways. Uh, there's two of them. 
for Patreon members only. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody that's ever seen one of our giveaways, we don't. Give we do bullshit. not give away garbage. Uh, they're well worth it in themselves. So if you are fortunate enough to win one of those, just know uh, your Patreon was essentially free. Uh, uh, and, probably, and there's no there's yeah. no disputing that. Oh, no doubt. If you win no one of those giveaways. So, listen, I'm not shooting for the moon here, guys. But, I mean, if there's 20 Patreon members, right? I'm not expecting fucking a thousand fucking Patreon yeah. members. Would but be nice. It would be nice, maybe someday. But, I mean, if there's 20, just know you have a 1 in 20 chance to win something that's probably worth about $250 minimum. And, guys, since it's Patreon, we can say whatever the fuck we want. That's the whole point, man. Yeah, we don't have Get to worry a little about weird. And I think that that opportunity to come on and jump on a virtual with us once a month will be a lot of fun for our yeah. listeners, especially guys that are really like. Do we get to have unfiltered clips on that, by the way? I'm curious if it's like. Like, what do you mean? You know how, like, we had to worry about when on the After Herf if we had, like, a certain clip had, like, in the very faintest background, Katy Perry was playing? <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't think so. But I also think that, like, in the virtual Herf, it's not recorded. No, I was talking about, like, for just the general After Herf on Patreon. Um, I'm not really sure how that works, but good question. They well, already they granted us access, so I think we're good. But what I'm saying is, for any listener out there that wants to join us, make sure you check out that Megaherf tier. Uh, those giveaways are going to be awesome, and then the opportunity to hang out with us and you know us, dude. We're probably going to be bringing on some pretty cool guests to just join on the 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 Megaherf with us. So, you know, if there's people out there that you want to talk to and you have questions for. There's a good chance that we might be able to bring those guys on with us. So, schedules permitting. But uh, back to the holiday hangover talk. Uh, we got a little bit of Christmas. It was good for everyone. Uh, it was actually funny earlier doing a gift exchange with our families. Jerry, my daughter puked on you. Thought it was kind of funny. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> I wanted to, but Caleb's four year old daughter puked on me. <laughs> you kicked her. You kicked her. Projecti- in the stomach. You kicked her in the stomach. <laughs> First of all, that's not what happened at all. I had my knees up. I was laying on the ground. The girls decided to attack me. This girl dives right onto my knee. Stomach hits my knee, and she projectile vomited, vomits an entire slice of pizza all over me. Good for her. I don't know what it is about, like... Kids and pizza. Kids. No, kids and vomit. But, like, my daughter pukes on me all the time. If this would have happened to me, like, seven months ago, I would have been puking with her. But I am just so used to getting puke all over me these days. It ha- it's, it's just like a smell that like, oh. it's almost like a scent. It's dead. it becomes a scent. It's dad life, you know. You get used to it. Um, so is your favorite NFL you know player was- now Puka Nakua? <laughs> but, Puka. Yeah, Puka Puka Nuka Uka Puka. But I will say, uh, it's really strange how much that changes. Uh, it just what I thought was really funny was her reaction. She was so embarrassed, even yeah. at four years old, just so embarrassed. She's like, I don't want people to make fun of me. Like, uh, I mean, that shit happens. Your father drinks an entire bottle of whiskey and starts puking in my backyard. No one even bats an eye. Yeah. <laughs> or, or when he eats potato or hot chips. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Caleb's puked twice on the show <laughs> in the last year. So you're going to want to tune into the after and see if I puke for a third time. Um, <laughs> Jerry's on the poor number three. I just want to say sometimes the holidays can get depression. Get depressed, especially if you're drinking a lot. So if you need help, you know, maybe just... 
watch the podcast. We're good for a couple laughs, you know. Maybe we'll encourage your drinking. I don't know, but just just chill out, have a cigar, herf oh. with the boys. All you right, know? dark turn. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, we're here to cure your depression. So drink with us, and you'll be happier. Yeah, <laughs> See, it's a turn, <laughs> guys. I'm gonna get you another pour too. Listen, by the way, I'm just gonna throw it out there. If you have to turn to Caleb, uh, you are down bad and need professional help. <laughs> We are not the answer. I agree to that. We are not. We the are not the substitute of a doctor. Yeah. We're not the answer for your substance abuses. Uh, if you have them, seek real medical professional help. Uh, don't listen to Caleb. Uh, don't hang out with Caleb. Don't talk to Caleb. Uh, He's the opposite of what you need. But we have really cool viewers, so I'm sure no one's getting really depressed and drinking a lot. But just saying, holiday depression hits during this holiday hangover in between Christmas and New Year's. So hopefully no one out there is going through that. But if you are, I hope you guys get help. Uh, second note, the day after Christmas is Boxing Day. Um, I don't know what you Canadians do on Boxing Day. I I suppose you guys don't go around punching each other and doing fights in the street. But happy Boxing Day to all you Canucks out there. I don't, I like know, I don't know anything That's about funny. Boxing Day. I think it's like they return all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's, oh, I like don't know. Uh, every shitty gift you got, you like box it up, but the Canadians you bring it back. But the Canadians decide to make a holiday out of it. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, Did sorry, you... Uncle Dwayne. I know you're probably listening right now, <laughs> but just so you know, we love you guys. Uh, fun fact: my uh, my mother's mother is actually from Canada, so Saskatoon. <laughs> no, not Saskatoon, Hamilton. Oh, sorry about that. Canada sucks. No offense. No, Did, no, I don't no. know if it sucked back then. Though. Yeah, no, like no, uh, no, obviously no. with that fucking uh, dictator they got now. Bros implementing universal basic income, weird shit. You know, I have a crazy conspiracy about the Trudeau's and the death of his younger brother, but maybe we can save that for an afterhearth. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, you can check that out on our new Patreon. Yeah, there you go uh, at patreon.com backslash down to her podcast. <laughs> um, another thing with this in between uh, in between Xmas. Uh, so it's like, what do you do during this time? You're the holiday Christmas has ended. You're stuffing your face with endless leftovers. Uh, you don't feel like getting off the couch. Jerry already t- talked about, you don't feel like working. You're not sure what to do. There's college bowl games on. There is a lot of basketball and football going on, but it's like, you don't want to work. What do you do? Do you take down your Christmas decorations or do you wait till after new year's or do you- it almost feels fake? Yeah. The whole, this week feels like fake i'm gonna be honest avoid week the one thing i'm gonna say that i enjoyed was that there was three days of football smack dead in the middle of this loved it yeah loved it like loved it we got saturday sunday monday it was just as awesome god, <laughs> just as god intended football every fucking day nfl football merry right. christmas jesus because uh, like throwing it out there we, we're obviously not the fucking sports talk fucking uh podcast here we're not gonna sit here and talk about fucking sports the whole time but holy shit could anything better happen for the bills Everything yeah. went the Bills' way except for the Miami Dolphins beating the shitty ass overrated Cowboys. Uh, but my God, what what a great fucking holiday! Well, the only thing I could think of that would have made my holiday better is if Miami would have lost, and that's yeah. really it. Well, I mean, I was just think like before the Christmas like sport was basketball. Like I just remember there was always oh the NBA on Christmas. NFL was on Christmas. I didn't hear one shit. I was like Patrick Mahomes fucking <laughs> crying on the sideline, losing to fucking Oakland, a.k.a. Las Vegas. 
I Fuck refuse. it. I refuse. The Condor. I refuse. Max Crosby, that he's just that goat, just smoking cigars, smoking stogies. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anybody got a chance to watch his all clip his of videos, him, his videos of him listening to Chief Keef with the yeah. entire yeah. only guy, just like not saying certain. <laughs> he was lyrics. very it careful. Was pretty funny. He was careful, but here's the thing: it was also on his phone. Yeah. So got to be safe out there. Listen, I feel like in that locker room, he would probably get a pass. Max Crosby is that guy. He's that guy. Bro, he's I have actually like since the whole uh incident with him coming out like as a big cigar guy, like it's just been funny as hell his personality on things. Like that dude is just a character. I wanna I wanna somehow find a way to get him on the show. If if you wish it and will it, it can happen one day in the future. We're gonna try. If if you fail, I'm gonna be in his DMs next. So I'm looking right now, Gio, at a list of guests that I would love to get for 2024 yeah, for the show. Yeah. Max Crosby is on the list. <laughs> so just so you know, throwing it out there, Max Crosby is on this list. We're going to invite him to PCA. That's a good He's idea. in Vegas. Dude. That's a good idea. Do you, think, good do you idea. think he could just walk in? Oh, I don't think he could just walk in. I'm serious. I'm serious. They're, they are like really... You got to remember mm. what those tickets go to do. They go to fight the fight, yeah. pay for all the shit, pay for renting the space. I'm sure he could pay for cleaning that goddamn hotel after all of us animals go there. We'll just say he's promoting some cigar because that's what he's doing. He's you promoting pay, the indi- though. You still have to pay as an exhibitor. True. I'm I don't sure know. he could flash some cash and make it work. He's known in Vegas. He's probably got some connections. So yeah, that's it. literally it. I think it's like 150 bucks. Oh, well. I, 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 he wipes his ass. Oh, God, no. How is he going to do it? Oh, no. Please don't take my 350s from me. I only got 5,000. <laughs> or more. In my pocket. Right now. <laughs> at this moment. Uh, on my neck. My, my watch is worth uh, 3,000 that, times that. Here, take my watch. We're good. Yeah. But also, so what do you guys do? Like after Christmas, is it immediately you take down the decorations or do you wait till after New Year's and then you're spending all that time on, you know, putting your kids toys together and you got to throw out the old ones, make room for the new. It's it's crazy. You're here right now. Yeah. Were the decorations up? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But do you, the, t- you keep until till after New at Year's? Least till, Bro, at least till New Year's. Uh, Mid-December Halloween decorations were actually <laughs> mixed in with Christmas Chris- decorations. Like we had this hay bale on my porch. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck to do with this thing. You know what's insane? The garbage people take the hay bale. Yeah. But they won't take the Christmas tree. No. No, that's a separate pickup for the tree. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that's funny how that works. That's why you get a fake tree and you avoid all that. I agree. I also laughed. Uh, so my dad sent me a uh, meme video of it's every dad Christmas morning after spending hours assembling all the kids' toys and it's Scarface, like in front of like a toy bike, he's like, "Who the fuck you think put all this shit together?" <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I felt like that yesterday. No lie, I was I put together almost every damn toy these kids got, unboxed it all, put it together, built this damn tent. Oh my dude, I was I was like doing it. And I was at one point I was like, dude, it's four o'clock. I gotta get to the gym. I was like, you kids are on your own. Have fun. It's like I'm out. Dad needs a break. But that that was just hilarious. Like that's all. Uh, have you did you experience putting together any of your daughter's toys and you're like, I'm reading the instructions and nothing makes any goddamn sense. Not this year. 
Okay, well, but next year, buddy. But, but, but here's the thing: when she was newly but, born. But here's the thing, though, Gio. You know me; I'm always working on a project. Right. You know I'm always working on a project, and and I'm going to tell you a lot of things are like that for me. So, uh, I don't, I don't see myself struggling with that part of fatherhood. Not so much the struggle, but like you're like, oh, okay, all right, this, that. I'm also the guy that will assemble them when I feel like it and wrap them assembled. Good idea. Because Santa has the toys built. Oh, funny how we talk about that. Remember how we talked about Santa and this like that? And I, I told you I got like an older stepdaughter. Yeah. She finally got to see how it really works behind the scenes. And she was like, so that's how my LOL dollhouse got built like in one night before Christmas and it was set up under the tree. She was like, that's what you guys did. And I was like, dude, we were up to like two in the morning doing that. So I think some kids get a little appreciation for what parents do. I agree. Once they reach a certain I, I age. totally agree. Totally agree to that. Then you got jerks like Antonio Brown <laughs> tweeting about Santa. <laughs> did you see what he put? I didn't see it, dude. What did oh, he say? Oh, bro, it, it was pretty bad. He's like, you think I'm going to tell my kids some fat cracker came down the chimney? That's a little racist. Uh, I don't endorse that, but... Case for CTE. Yep. Definitely study this guy's brain when he dies. <sighs> we have to, He's we not have, allowed in Dubai. Just remember that. We have Vontez Perfect to blame for this. <laughs> True. That fucking clip where he got crushed. All right, guys. I got one more thing for you before I want to segue into our next topic. Um, so when does this holiday hangover officially end? Is it... Right away on January 2nd, when the party's over, New Year's is done with. Not New Year's the party, New Year's Eve party. When New Year's Day is over with, January 2nd, is that when the holiday hangover is officially over? 2024 kicks into gear, and you're just back to work, back to normal life. No more lounging around, time to get shit done. Is, is it January 2nd the day? January 2nd is 100% the day. Yeah. Uh, it is back to real life. Uh, vacation time is already uh, accrued. I mean, at least at our job. Uh, you're right back into the new year. You're ready to start grinding. Uh, I don't know if you're like Geo. You don't ever have to go on your fucking cut because you're always in the cut because you're on trend. But another uh, trend joke, love it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, January seconds when you start making your moves, you start really focusing on your goals that you have for the year. Uh, and that's where I think the grind really starts. You know what my goal is to Caleb never buy this shitty lighter fluid again. <laughs> Mm, that's a goal I'm working on, you know. Maybe I'll but get. Can my, you toss me your lighter since this? Maybe I'll get my dollars up next year, and that's a, that. That's a goal for me. But uh, speaking of goals and New Year's resolutions, are they stupid or are they a good thing? Are they necessary, and if so, why? What do you guys think? I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, I think New Year's resolutions. I don't think it's ever a bad thing and ever a bad time. Yeah, to set goals for yourself, but you can make them at any time. I I agree. I I think like if you're like. My, you know what? My New Year's resolution is going to start in June. I don't believe in the it's November and you're like, after the holidays, I'm really going to join the gym and, you know, I'm going to start getting in shape and I'm going to start taking care of myself and changing my ways and changing my life. I don't, I don't believe that you should wait. It just starts a day. You should be able to just be an adult. Starts a day. Or just set realistic goals and be like, all right, listen, I can't do this until then, but this is the day, January 15th, I'm going to, you know, make sure I go twice a week. We're all gym goers here. Right. What's that like? Oh, We all know. 
Dude, you wait for the fade, right? You, you wait for it to fade out. No, not it's crazy. You go now and it's after the holidays and it's still slam packed. It's crazy. It's like it's not it's a good thing for those of you guys who are staying in shape and working on your current goals going into the new year, but it's still packed now. It's only gonna get worse after January first. It's a time thing though. It's all time of day. Yeah, especially at our place, man. You go at like noon, it's never a problem. But I understand that some people work nine to fives. I I work out at between like eleven and one. That's not like that. That's not my goal. That like I get there, right? Sometime and, between eleven and one. And usually, yeah, that's a perfect. It's, that's it's a great the time. time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Couldn't I go at seven p.m. Always go at seven p.m. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always go right before that hour. Five fifteen is when you should go work out every <laughs> single day. Three to five fifteen is a great time. Three and to make 15. sure all you need to do is bench. <laughs> yep. Yep. I agree. It's nothing like, uh, you know, just walking into the gym and having fucking all seven benches surrounded by three broccoli-haired fucking Gen Zers <laughs> just what, benching. That's not the shit on you guys, but I mean, like... Your gym etiquette sucks. It's bad. We should totally definitely do an episode about the things we hate at the gym. I know we talked about it, but it's coming one of these days. Maybe maybe around after New Year's, because that's when we're going to we'll, see we'll, the most... We're all things. pretty fit. So I know, like we'll feature we'll feature like Mikey on this one, you know. Oh yeah, he's got- our, our our correspondent with Cigar Hustler podcast. Maybe we'll talk about it in our first uh, mega herf. Yeah. Ooh. You know, that we have our virtual he, herf for the he, Patreon. He can members. brag about how he worked out with Carl Malone. Yeah, I mean there <laughs> is, dude, there's some really cool shit. We've all done some pretty cool things. Uh. Yeah, I'm just going to go out and say I think New Year's resolutions are personally dumb. I mean, unless you are really a shitty person or are relatively really large and you're just like, enough is enough. 2023 was a bad year. I'm actually willing to hardcore make a change. Then I think, you know, good for you. But if you're just the average person who is, you know, kind of an okay, decent living person all year round and you strive for the best every day, then I don't think New Year's resolutions is a thing. Maybe if you want to improve life a little bit. Sure, go for it. But I just overall think anytime, if you're willing to make the change, you could do it. Why wait to New Year's? So, like, again, I, I feel like New Year's resolutions are, like, one of those things where I, I feel like you could do it today, even if it's in November or October or June, whenever the fuck you want to do it. But I get how people like that reset. It's January 1st. Let's start working on some new goals. I guess everyone's everyone's due for a reset, but yeah, you know, just try to maybe live every day to its fullest. What if it's fiscal goals? You know, like business, you got to put it here. Oh yeah, start Q one with a high business goal. Okay, I can I can go with that. Like uh, our business goals for you know Q one, Q two, Q three, Q four for down to her podcast. You know, we could make some goals. That's that's not a bad thing. I want to start by getting you into Las Vegas for PCA. I feel like it's Uh, crucial. Goal one to goal one. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Here's, That's on my New Year's I'll resolution t- list. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Episode ninety-eight. Uh, here's my long-term goal for the podcast. We will have our own line of cigars, and we will be in cigar aficionado one day. That is an insane. I, I wouldn't say it's insane. I, I I look at it as very realistic. Well, maybe we're not cigar aficionado material, but in some sort of cigar. They magazine. wouldn't. They wouldn't put us in aficionado. We don't. We don't have the funds for that. Well. Yeah. At least have some. Uh, dis- Maybe we get like a half wheel article. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, weren't we in box press? <laughs> we were in box press. 
That counts. So maybe maybe yeah, down I spelled to- my name wrong. <laughs> Geos. He's they Greek. added an S he's, to his he's name. He's Greek. He's Greek now. But you know my alter uh, ego. Down to Herf Cigars, that's my goal down the line. Just saying. You know, you heard it here first, episode ninety eight. All right. Do you think it, how do you think it would compare to the blueprint? I don't know. Um we know some people and maybe it's worth taking a trip to a different country and we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You know, we just gotta get that cash, perhaps. Okay. All right. I don't know. I never smoked one, so I can't say anything without trying it, you know? Yeah. No, I get you. I mean, maybe we just roll some dog shit cigars and sell them for two bucks. Who knows? I don't think that's our style, buddy. That's not our style. See what I want? All right. Caleb, you get one brand or name for yourself. What are you calling your own cigar? This is just, it's like Palmer has the BDP. What's. Well, LDC. So I, I guess I never thought about my own personal brand, but I always thought if, like if, like you did not. No, I don't want to even acknowledge what you said. I don't even want to acknowledge it. But I never thought of like an own personal name. But I always thought if we did something together, we could do like a nice little three pack or something. You get like a tall, like a Lancero size cigar, the Jerry. You get like a fatter, more beefier cigar. That's the Geo, and then you just make like a really short nub cigar. That's the Caleb. You know, that's something I was really thinking. embracing the the height in the the, the, the dog walker. The dog walker. Yeah, yeah. I, the Caleb could be the dog walker. That's fine with that. Yeah, you walk your dog. Yeah, with the Caleb. Mm-hmm. You know, we our most popular size could be not according to <laughs> the poll you put out. Second but. place. Second place. Nobody likes that big fat Gordo. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Just saying, that's a goal. That's a goal. We'll, we'll get there. All right. Got well, it. I mean, as a podcast, LDC, we obviously we we have spoken on some things that we want to do this year. Uh, a lot, I think, is doable. Um, we have a great following. We have a great audience. We have some great listeners and followers. Oh, dude, we love you guys, man. Uh, I feel like you guys are definitely going to help us achieve the goals. And dude, we you know we give back. We're pretty humble guys. Except Caleb. We're, we're realists. Caleb, he's a piece of shit. The worst guy on the podcast. By yeah. none. By bar none. By none. Bar, bar, <laughs> worst <laughs> speaker on the podcast. Bar none. <laughs> well, how do you feel about that, buddy? I I get a little tongue tied. I get a little nervous in front of the camera and the lights. You know, sometimes my mind works a lot faster than my mouth, and I get a little mush mouth. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. How that being you, said, how we kind of get laid talking like this. <laughs> Uh, well, it's a combination. <laughs> Caleb is—he's uh, a Mac in the in the bar scene. It's so. a com- it's a combination of being good looking, charming, funny, and witty, and always willing to buy a dame a drink. <laughs> a dame. <laughs> um. That, Whoa, mama. <laughs> that being said, listen. Got a couple segments we're going to get into. Uh, we're going to start things off with uh. The patrol gone wild. What do you think, buddy? Caleb, this is your moment. This is your moment, buddy. Are you excited? You Are you shot. excited for this? This is a first, buddy. This is this is a first. All right, uh, Mr. Steve. If you don't like what I'm saying, we can let one of the other guys do it. But uh, now it's time for Patrol Gone Wild. This segment is brought to you by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, makers of the award-winning Sober Mesa, Micadera, and Sidon Compromiso, and many more premium handmade cigars. So without further ado, we will get into Patrol Gone Wild. Patrol Gone Wild! We're doing it big! 
Bang, I do want to say he didn't do a bad job, and I do also. This is probably the only time I'm going to do this. Uh, I do want to welcome aboard Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust uh, as a second sponsor for the year of 2024. Uh, welcome aboard, man. We are very excited to have you guys. Uh, obviously, we've already been in contact. We have already done giveaways with you guys. Um, we are really looking forward to working with you guys this year. So, super exciting stuff. But, Caleb. All right, we'll start things off. So, this is a story out of the New York Post um, from December 23rd. Florida man goes fishing in Bass Pro Shop pond and he flees with a live 50-pound tarpon. Uh, it's a huge fish down in the uh, Atlantic coastal waters. <laughs> And all over the Caribbean, they're huge, they're scary, they bite, they eat a lot. So, uh, Lee County Sheriff's officials said they're looking, they're still looking, they haven't found this guy yet, by the way. So they're looking for a male suspect who grabbed a fishing net off the shelf at Bass Pro, and this is in Fort Myers Bass Pro, and he just fished out a live tarpon out of the store's fish pond, and he just left in an unknown direction with the 50-pound fish. Who knows what he's going to do with it, he's going to eat it, release it back in the wild, who knows, um... The Lee County Sheriff's Office put out a, a post on Facebook, and they said, uh, we guess you could say this one we will officially be on the lookout for, and it officially caught our eye, spelled with the fish in the officially. So, <laughs> remains to be seen what will happen, but witnesses captured this incident on Snapchat, and they shared it all over Facebook. You have a young man wearing dark-colored pants and a navy blue t-shirt carrying this large fish. In a net, and uh, he's also wearing one of those uh, fisherman hats, so he came prepared. My man was like, fuck it, I am going to catch the biggest fish of the day. Uh, I'm going right to Bass Pro Shops, and I'm sure that hat was probably also purchased there, because you know, they have a cult Yeah, they have a cult following. Uh, did he steal the net, too? I didn't... Yeah, uh, he walked out of the store with the net, so he grabbed the net off the shelf, scooped up the fish, and walked out. Uh, the Lee County Sheriff's Office is, is actually working with the Animal Cruelty Task Force and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Con- Con- Conservation Conservation Commission and with the uh, Crime Stoppers to find the people or person involved with this incident. Where's the video? <laughs> they are offering a reward and um, updates will be provided as per New York Post. So, Do you think... Um, do you think this guy's scot-free right now? I I got to imagine he is right now because they are putting out like crime stoppers and shit. Like there is no way this guy didn't get away. He did. But my question is this: this is a more important question. What the fuck did he do with the fish? Did he take it is, as is a, a pet? Tar- is a tarpon a good fish? Um, I know they're big. I know they're scary. I've seen these things in Florida and in the Caribbean. I'm just gonna look up right now if tarpon is if you can eat it. Like it's a fifty pound fish. That's a lot of food. Like if, like, I get it if he eats it. I'm gonna look if you can. Gonna, can you imagine, dude? You're living your absolute best life. You're a tarpon in the bass pro. bass pro shop, so you know you're being well taken care of. What the fuck, bro? Like, can you imagine getting stolen out of a store <laughs> as a fish? But here's the fucked up thing. I think the most severe crime is actually stealing the net. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Like I, I don't know what the the crimes are for stealing the fish out of the thing, uh. But dude, I've seen people do cannonballs into these things. <laughs> Those are there's funny. videos of people like. Here's a way to end all these problems for Bass Pro Shops. Get rid of the fucking pond. You don't need it. No all, one cares. Because all these Gen Zers are looking to go big on TikTok. Just get rid of it. 
And it actually says that you, you can eat Tyrapon, but it's usually not considered good for eating because it is very bony. Lovely. It's more of a prize fish for fishing. So, so homie just wanted dude, that for the wall. Yeah, he wanted it for the wall. <laughs> he got it stuffed and framed. It's, on, it's in his man cave. Yeah. You see that little Johnny? Your grandpa stole that from a Bass Pro shop, fair and square. <laughs> fair and square. I like that. Um, any closing notes on that one, guys? Uh, that's it. Maybe if I find an update from the New York Post, I'll, I'll update you guys next week. All right, perfect. I'll get into mine. Uh, Florida man in a stolen ambulance leads deputies on a chase right back to the sheriff's office. Uh, throwing it out there, why is all of our stories right out of the state of Florida? Always. This is, this segment isn't even called Florida Man Does Stupid Shit. This is Patrol Gone Wild, but every story seems to come out of Florida. But let me get into the details of this. A Florida man took a wrong turn during a police pursuit of a stolen ambulance and ended up right where deputies wanted him, on their front lawn. Again, this is out of the New York Post. They put out some of the best police stories, so I would highly recommend checking them out. They're really funny. According to the Columbia County Sheriff's Office, Stanley Williams, 35 years old, is accused of grand theft and fleeing and eluding after the incident that unfolded Saturday night in Columbia County. Just before midnight, a deputy was assisting EMS with a person who was allegedly experiencing an altered mental state and possibly under the influence of drugs, according to press release. Deputies said that Williams managed to gain access to the ambulance and took off with the vehicle, leading deputies on a pursuit. During the pursuit, deputies said Williams drove a stolen ambulance to the entrance of the Columbia County Sheriff's Office Operations Center, driving it onto the lawn and stopped near the main entrance, according to the press release. According to deputies, there is only minor cosmetic damage to the lawn, but there were luckily no damage to the office itself. Williams was taken into custody before admitted admitted to a local hospital for further evaluation as charges are being filed and referred to the state attorney's office. Can you imagine? Sounds familiar. It's like something like this. I've... Like shit like this happens. Has happened. <laughs> this shit happens all the fucking time, especially like sometimes it doesn't end as well, but um it's really fucked up, man. Like my man was like so fucked up that he stole an ambulance and just started driving. Do you think the lights and sirens and shit were on? Do you think he was playing around? <sighs> Listen, the amount of weird vehicles we've seen stolen by people in mental distress, the fucking backhoe or whatever it was the caterpillar so yeah we had a guy uh me and geo dealt with this uh again this isn't really i mean it's completely related to patrol gone wild because obviously we dealt with this uh firsthand basis but uh a man stole like a caterpillar uh payloader like a big ass payloader like one of the 980s these things are massive for snow removal just driving it. And the dude just drove it down the street, refused to stop. Uh, it just turned into a absolute circus. Um, I, I mean, do you want to get into the details on that? I mean, it's kind of funny. The guy was just, uh, he was definitely uh, having some mental distress, considering he was... PTSD, maybe from his previous military services. But... <laughs> uh, I, he made it very known that he was a veteran. Yes. 
Yes. About 400 times yeah. <laughs> at least. I'm a veteran. But uh, he led us on a police chase in a... Five mile an hour. Five mile an hour police chase in a payloader. But what are you supposed to do in that situation? What are you supposed to do? There's oh. nothing you can do. You can't go in front of it. You can't pit it. It's a fucking payloader. We're just going to hope nobody... This thing would pick your car up, hold it 20 feet in the air... And then throw it. And, the and then throw it. Right. And do you could do nothing. You would do nothing. There's nothing you can do. It's essentially a fucking tank. It's like having the tank in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. There's no stopping it. Um, ambulance may be a little easier. Yeah. You know, uh, I just think it's great that, like, we've lesson learned, guys. Don't leave the keys in the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Turn your fucking car off. Turn your vehicle off. The payloader was stolen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was another thing. Don't leave your fucking keys to the payloader in the payloader. That's another thing. Don't do that. Life advice right there. Don't leave your uh, keys in a payloader or your tools at a job site. Again, another thing that happened pretty recently. Job sites. In the worst neighborhood in the city. Being stolen. Can you Can you believe it? Shocking. But that being said, funny story out of Florida, like every story seems to be these days. Uh, well, good news is mine's out of North Carolina. All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into the North Carolina shit. Geo. All right. Well, we'll play in my headline here. This woman uh, live streamed her attempt to flee from police. Uh, this is my take on it here. I don't have any warrants. Maury determined that was a lie. Down to her version. Guys, let's roll the clip. And so you can let me know what you think. All right, here we go. I don't feel like going to jail. Hello, ma'am. Hey, your driver's license is suspended and you have warrants out of Fayetteville. And you just step out of the car, okay? I ain't got no warrants. You need to step out of the car. I'm about to get low. Did she try to run? Yeah, this- Oh, shit! Was that necessary? Was that necessary? Y'all saw that? Okay. Was that necessary? Describe what we're seeing here, Gio. Okay, guys. So, what you saw here- This woman was known very politely that her license was suspended and she had warrants and she disregarded the fact that she had warrants, uh, rolled up the window and was putting the car in gear and for whatever reason did not uh, go as planned. She was making a like, I'm about to get low while the officer very quickly broke the window. That noise you hear was there like. She then turns and breaks the rest of it. And what's funny is the glass from the window being broke, like lands in her mouth. It's like, was that necessary? Mr. Sir. And that was really funny. I like that. It did not work out for her. I tried to find more details on this. This clip actually started going viral late yesterday. So I'm sure there will be updates by the time this airs as to what her warrants were for. But she was then yanked out of the vehicle actually pretty nicely compared to what it would be when I thought it was. <laughs> Would have gotten, but yeah, 
shocking. Whenever someone tells you, I don't have warrants, it's just, it's never going to be what you think. Because it's exactly what you think. They have plenty of warrants. They usually have a lot of warrants, too. I, and then the first thing is suspended license. <laughs> it's like the 13 things they're doing illegally. Yeah. I, 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 again, man, how many times have we dealt with shit like this? I mean, I just was like, oh, okay. Oh, they're rolling up the window. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, wow. He broke that window fast. Yeah. Was that necessary? Yeah. Yeah. Now, anyone who doesn't know and think that's excessive, once you have been told you have a warrant for your arrest, just comply. Get out. And. But yeah, we appreciate that story, man. And, 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 dude, obviously. Dude, just. Comply. comply and not be a fucking weirdo and you won't get your fucking window broken out and fucking make everything worse yeah it just makes everything a million times worse well right? hope that didn't happen during christmas time because this would have really ruined her uh the void week between now and new year's uh, i mean her warrant got voided <laughs> <laughs> but that being said make sure you guys check back again next week for more patrol gone wild brought to you by dunbarton tobacco and trust again welcome aboard guys uh so many great cigars by them. Uh, make sure you guys are checking them out. Yeah. Get Caleb's favorite. Big meat stick. Red meat lover. Yeah. I can't the concur. beef stick. I, I can't concur. All those red meat lovers club cigars, they're amazing. They smell great. Taste great. Love them. All right. That being said, Caleb, uh, news. You got some news for us, right, buddy? I do have some news. And if any company would like to come on for a sponsor to the news company, please get in touch with us. We could always use another sponsor. The news company. The news company. Like he's, he's this big news company. Uh, the news we, segment. You know, the news segment. We could be big. I don't know. 2024 could be big. All right. Let's get into that, buddy. <laughs> right, let's do it. Okay. News with Caleb. Up first, we have um, Prometheus ships Opus X, Lost City, Carlitos A, and Opus, Opus Holiday Samplers are now available. So... Prometheus has been begin to ship holiday 2023 batch of Fuente age selection releases as a partnership between them and Arturo Fuente. So they are headlining with the Lost City Carlitos A. It is a special nine and a quarter by 47 Vitola. It is a blend that has been aged for long, more than 10 years. Uh, it commemorates the 15th anniversary of Opus X Lost City brand. And there will be a total of 500 boxes uh, 10 being released, 160 boxes shipped last week, and the remaining 340 are scheduled to ship later on in 2024. Each cigar has an MSRP of $77.90. So, and according to Prometheus, $5 from each sale of a box, so $50 per box, is being donated to the Lost City Scholarship Fund to benefit Cigar Family Charitable Foundations for high school graduates. So, in addition to the 160 boxes each of the Opus 5, 7, and 8, samplers to commemorate their 10th anniversary of the opus 6 sampler there'll be another 300 boxes of samplers and another remaining 140 boxes scheduled to release in the springtime of 2024 so wow these are going to be some expensive sticks and the opus 5 by prometheus is priced at 350 dollars 355 dollars each and can include five different limited edition cigars uh from a number of releases so Jesus Christ. Uh, they're also being sold separately at Casa Fuente in Las Vegas. $77 per 
per stick per cigar and mm-hmm. which $50 are being donated yep to the Couldn't scholarship fund you for us. just take the cost down um $40 and make it like a $37 cigar and just donate $10 like what the fuck man dude Prometheus, Prometheus is that uh, they make the lighters and shit, right? Oh, well, and they have the fire of God, right, Jerry? No, it's like that. God of, God, fire. Of fire. God of fire. Yeah, fire, fire of God. God. Jesus Christ, you're the greatest talker ever. Uh, dyslexic comes into play there, too. <laughs> A little bit of backwards of reading like that. But, yeah, uh, oh, wow, if you guys are Fuente guys, I'm sure you're already on the lookout and are hunting. First off, that's us. A- a Lancero Lost City is probably like it's basically a bigger Lancero, right? Like, yeah. Or do you call that a double Corona? Uh, it's a nine and a quarter by forty-seven. They so. have a so the it's crazy. They actually have a double Corona Opus. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they have it in the Lost City. I'm not really super familiar with Lost City sizes, but uh, I'm assuming this is a pretty cool size cigar. Well, it's, yeah, uh, nine it looks by, really cool. Nine yeah. by forty-eight. That's a fucking. It's a like l- way longer, so like a, uh, you know, like your standard Lancero, not Lancero, but like you know, okay, uh, Churchill well, size would be like a thirty-seven by, what, like a thirty-eight by seven? Yeah. So uh, it's forty-eight. So it's it's just a big cigar. That's yeah. Fuck. It's a Corona, but nine inches. It's an LC forty-six, right? Like you think of that, and you said those are what forty-seven ring gauge. Yeah, forty-seven ring gauge, nine and a quarter. So a little bigger than that, and crazy. That's that's some dedication to smoking that. That's probably what a three-hour cigar. Uh, bare minimum. It's probably delicious as fuck. Yeah. What is it with all these almost hundred-dollar cigars coming out? There's a market for them. Yeah, for yeah. suckers like us. Like Max said, you know, there, there's a market. People will make it. I mean, ten years age on it. So I mean, dude. You know, the age price goes up. Yeah. But, you know, get our hands on those. I'd be willing to, like, track down and smoke one of those. We've paid top dollar for some other cigars, so if we can get our hands on that, why not? Yeah, why not, man? Did you get your ticket to Las Vegas yet? Not yet. All right. Dude, we're still in the Caleb's episode. Caleb's new, sponsored by Expedia. <laughs> we're still in the episode. All right, here's a fun little story for you guys. Tatiana, 25th anniversary limited edition Toro is coming out, and it is going to mark the 25th anniversary of Miami Cigar & Co.'s flavored cigar, Tatiana. So finally, a fucking story that really <laughs> matters. This is a good one. You know, most people know Tatiana for all their flavored cigars. You got the cherry, the you know, the cognac, blue. groovy blue. But now they got a cigar company that they're making a limited edition 25th anniversary cigar, 6x54 Toro Extra. Um, They didn't release the blend info yet, but they know the cigar is made out of La Aurora Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic. Same factory that produces their normal Tatiana lines. Um, A press release says that this will be a unique blend that separates itself from past Tatiana blends. And it was created using a new technique, which will add a new layer of flavor to an already popular brand. So, will it be flavored? Not too sure. Um, Let me ch- ask you a question, Caleb. Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do it on the show? I don't know. I think we should, man. I think we really should. 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to We're see. We're going to smoke like a $6 flavored cigar on the show. Let me let me just, I'm going to scroll down. Let me see if I can find a price on this. I don't know. By this. the time this comes out, the FDA might have made it illegal. So I don't think it is. <laughs> Seriously. I don't think it is a flavored cigar. So right now, uh, La, La Aurora mm. Cigar Factory, Dominican Republic, wrapper binder filler, all undisclosed. We know it's a Toro Extra. It will be a $12 cigar set. It was set to release in October of 2023. So I don't know if it's actually been delivered yet because I haven't seen these anywhere. They're making 2,500 boxes of 10 cigars, and um, we will see what goes on. It has a darker wrapper and gold on black band. So, Do you uh, know what this what is, though? This is a response to the potential of their flavored cigars getting banned, because they're fucked. Yeah. They it, need to have a regular cigar that, oh, people, Tatiana, I know those that people will buy. Like, that's 100% what this is. A response we had them at my wedding. Uh, Not one survived. Well, um, they went so fast. So according to Half Wheel, they did put out a rating for this. It got a 78. So <laughs> I don't know. And they did smoke three. For the cigar? Yeah, they did smoke this three. This specific cigar. Yes, they did smoke three of them too. Um, <laughs> they say, while I don't regularly smoke uh, Tatiana Groovy Blues, this cigar not only tastes better and didn't have any burn issues at all. So I guess that was the uh, one outstanding point of this. So it said something felt weird about it. That's what they said. So, I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. if it, okay. with, I don't know. We should maybe just do it for fun. Maybe an after cigar. All right. Listen, I'm going to just be honest. Like, Half Wheel was never going to give that cigar any good rating. No matter what, because it's Tatiana. And, like, they represent a lot of things they're fighting against. But this is them saying, hey, we got, like I said, watch out. Because if the Groovy Blues and all those grape cigars are gone, they have no company. 100%. So, so maybe they're trying to work something new, and something new could be in the works for Tatiana. So we'll see what's to come in 2024 and following <laughs> years. But just thought, fun little story. Everyone knows Tatiana for the flavors, but we'll see what's new with this uh, 25th, perhaps. Perfect. Which brings us to our last story of news with Caleb. We have Japanese whiskey is getting another major price hike in 2024. Woo! God yes. I, we were told this by a little... Uh, insider in in the industry but uh ashi group holdings limited which produces nika brand of japanese whiskey is raising its prices as much as 62 percent from last april in 2023 so this will take this will take place right away in 2024 uh it is a big 62 percent increase um yeah so if you are looking to get a hold of those 30 year olds and 25 year olds hibiki and yamazaki uh you guys will be paying well over 150 dollars for those if not even more over 200 dollars. you better grab that shit before it fucking gets crazy i know it's already crazy yeah advice uh to you whiskey hunters out there especially if you guys are fans of the japanese whiskey buy it up now wherever you can find it Hold on to it. Maybe look to resell later when those uh, prices jump up. Because, you know, stores might not carry this at some prices. You never know. Or just maybe only sold at high-end liquor stores in, in high-end neighborhoods, you know? Well, they have, there's a market for it because it's uh, they try to make it very similar to scotch. Mm-hmm. So I don't foresee it not being carried. Because if you're a Hibiki or, you know, Yamazaki person, you're going to buy it no matter what. It's just like... More so, fuck, I got to spend $50 more. So, Suntory Holdings, Suntory Jim Beam, um, they're Ashai's. They're the largest domestic competitor in the field of premium whiskey. And they already announced that they were doubling their price earlier 
2023 for 2024. So everything under Centauri is going to be doubled next and year in 2024. Biden. So, yeah, yeah, Bidenomics. There's supply issues as well. So that will, I mean, they say supply issues. So we'll see. We'll see what's to come. But you know, if you're fans of this Asian, this Asian Japanese whiskey, buy it up now before the new year. Not at that price. I'm not a fan. <laughs> All right, you man. won't be. Yeah. I appreciate the news stories there, Caleb. Uh, that being said, did you get your cigar review? Yes. First of the year, by the way. My cigar review is done, so I'm ready to do this. All right, let's do it. All right, so this is the Black Label Trading Company Royalty. Um, appearance, I really like the band. It's cool. A little double band, the white, the skull, the gothic look, the crosses. Kind of cool. I'll give it a nine. Uh, burn, I didn't relight this thing at all. Gave it a nine. Burn, you know, even all the way through. No issues there. Oh, here's where I had an issue. Construction. Now, it didn't overall... Like, it kind of has taken my score down two points because I had it rated a little higher, but at the end, the whole wrapper just fell apart on me. I could not smoke this thing down to the nub like I almost did. So I'm giving it an eight. It did ash whenever I tapped it, but at the end, it just fell apart, and it kind of just ruined the cigar experience. I would have liked to smoke this down to pinch my fingertips. Uh, Draw. Straight cut. No issues. Gave it a nine. And enjoyment... I, I'm giving it a nine. I didn't really have any complaints until the end. I, re- you know, what's saving it is all the nice flavors that this thing had. Very complex, very chocolatey, very mocha, and it stayed that way from the cold draw to the end. So I will say, flavor-wise, very complex, very good. I liked it. Tasted it all the way through, which brings me to a 44, which is an 88 overall. Not a bad score, but the construction really fell apart to me, especially at the end. And I could have, I could have took the cigar down in the nub just because of the nice flavors that it had. So I guess the flavors would be at saving grace, the construction at the end. It hurt a little bit. So I actually had a really similar review to you, dude. Obviously I'm smoking my second one, Geo Bot five and you know, setting up for the show sometimes takes a little bit. So I smoked maybe about three quarter, like three quarters of one before we started the show. Um, but let me get into it. The appearance. I'm right with you, Caleb nine. Uh, I really like the gothic look, uh, the skulls. I like the double band. Uh, this cigar would absolutely... I, I didn't see the box, but this cigar would stand out on a shelf. Uh, it looks really cool. Um, the burn, I gave it an 8.5. Um, wasn't a perfect burn. I had some issues. I had to touch mine up a little bit to, to keep an even burn. But uh, if you touch it up a little bit, it'll fix itself. The construction, again, same exact thing. I gave it an eight. I got down to that final third, and the thing completely blew up on me. Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't happen with this one. I will keep you guys updated on that, but uh, I don't believe in coincidences. It seems like maybe that might be the issue with the cigar. We'll see. Geo's review's coming up. The draw, I gave it a nine. Thing. It drew fantastically. Uh, I had almost no issues with the draw. Uh, smoky little thing. Um, good flavors. Uh, cold draw. Again, chocolate. Mocha. Uh, really, really good cigar as far as flavors. Mm-hmm. And again, I really hate that the thing exploded on me. Uh, I will keep you updated again on what happens with my second one, but the overall enjoyment I gave it an 8.5, bring me to a 43.86 overall. Um, I I don't know what to say. 
I love the I love the taste of it. I like the notes the cigar puts out, but the fact that the thing exploded the way it did, I battled it early on, uh, uneven burn in the beginning, crack in the top. Uh, I don't know if this is uh, an issue with the cigar that a lot of people are getting, but uh, it happens several times through the cigar, and I don't really like fighting a cigar, uh, especially in an atmosphere like this where we have to continuously talk. Uh, I don't like to think about the cigar. I need. Absolutely. I have a lot of thinking I have to do, so I, I don't like to have to nurse the cigar to make it a good cigar. So, Gio, what would you think, buddy? So, I'm going to say right off the bat, this gives me similar vibes to when we smoked the Stolen Thrones Phantom Queen. Love yeah. the flavor of this cigar. Which also yeah. was, was that the first cigar of last year? Yes. Or one of them. Wow. Up there. That's really weird. Flavor-wise, you're hitting on it. Very similar, like. Good not, all the way through. Not not the flavor yeah, itself, but, like just but it's just but true. like the idea of yeah. the flavor of the cigar being really good. Yeah, yeah. Very medium cigar. This isn't gonna punch no, you in the mouth, like, no, but no, you could no, chill no. and enjoy this. Like, so I'm gonna get into mine here. Appearance, I gave it an eight. I looked at the box on there. It's just a big like version of the whatever this logo is on the band is. A, it's a white lacquer box, but uh looks very similar to uh your standard uh cedar boxes that you see like a tap or from crown heads just painted white uh definitely would stand out i agree that like white pops on the shelf uh, i like the band itself i like the like you said the the royalty on the foot there's no mistaking what this cigar is like you're gonna know what you're smoking uh burn i gave it a nine i didn't have any issues just the standard touch-ups once it was going it was pretty good Obviously, I talk the most, so I grade my burns on a curve. Construction, this is kind of where I got annoyed with this cigar. I gave it an 8. Uh, I was wearing a lot of ash. I don't know if you guys had that similar issue. I found myself brushing it apart there, but I'm not quite towards the end, so hopefully mine doesn't explode on me, and maybe that was just, you know, consequence of combustion issues and a bad batch. Draw, I gave it a 9.5. I am starting to be of the belief that any of these 54 ring gauges should be punched because you're going to get a phenomenal draw. Uh, That's just my personal opinion. Cut your cigar how you will, but I think these thicker ring gauges lend itself to the punch very, very well, and it's going to keep the cigar integrity. So that might be why mine doesn't blow up at the end. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Uh Enjoyment. I gave it an eight. First episode of the year with the boys. Had a good thing of whiskey. Got to finally announce these sponsorships in full effect and, you know, show our appreciation to these great companies that we get to work with. It was overall a good episode. And I really, really enjoyed the flavor of this cigar. Like, I I definitely don't want to not try others. I'm not going to write this brand off by any means. Like, I would try their other stuff. This is like their legacy cigar, too, right? Like, this is their... This is their very, their very first, first blend. Blend, yeah, of all so, of their cigars. Like the ones I, I'm very curious. Like they're like when I showed you that picture of like their lineup that you saw. Like to do things like that craft wrapper there that those barber poles with those three. That's complex shit. That's not easy to do. So I'm sure as you get into the more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? developed uh and newer lines and all this stuff like that and some of their le stuff is probably a fantastic brand i'm throwing it out there 
I hate doing this, man. But like on the second one, it's it's already, Ugh. it's already coming apart. So Damn. it's going to be very similar to well my first one. Well, maybe Gio's punch will help him out. So I don't know. Could be a saving grace. <sighs> Combustion issues are a bitch. There's only it's happened a couple times with us. Hey, they can't all be perfect. It's a handmade craft. So and the thing is, ooh, I see that from here. Now, the big thing that I would say is that, like I said, the saving grace is the flavors are there. So the blend itself, I just, I don't know if it was like, did these just maybe the, because it was, it wasn't even cold out today. Like, because we had these dropped off, but they weren't in shit conditions or nothing. Like, just a shame. Where we got these, we mentioned it before, but uh, I've never had issues with yeah. with them so true uh, i i don't want to i'm not gonna say that no no yeah. way well no i was thinking that sometimes we, we didn't i like you know how when you sometimes you have it shipped they were but at, we didn't we're have at four cigars all with the same issue right so yeah that that brought my overall score to a 42.5 giving me an 85 on this so caleb what's that bring our average uh, overall, 86.33 will round down to an 86 overall. So not a bad score. It's over not, 85. I think yeah, that's a fair horrible. rating. It's, like, not, it's not horrible. Yeah, not at all. And also to $8 stick. I mean, now granted, I've smoked $8 sticks that didn't have that issue. But so I'm not disappointed by any means. I put it this way. If this is a $25 cigar and I'm having these issues, I'm pissed. Would not be good. Yeah. Because... We would probably be saying a lot worse just yeah. because of the price point. Well, it, it matters. We're not. We're not. We're not being assholes. You know. It's just experience is experience. Yeah, for sure. I like I said. I'd try another brand, one of their products. Would you? This is the first one I've done, and I listen, James. If you want to come on the show, recommend something to us, man. We would love to have you on. Uh, we love doing that kind of stuff, so we'd love to bring you on for a virtual herf and let our audience uh, be able to dive in with you guys. But aside from that, Caleb, uh, we scored that 86. 86 uh, overall. Coming to the end of the episode here, man. First of the year. Any closing notes to the episode? All right. First of the year, guys, just make sure you continue to subscribe on the YouTube. That's most importantly. Subscribers have been up. Views have been up. We love that. So keep subscribing to the YouTube. Comments as well. We love that. Uh, don't forget about the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok, and new to us, the Patreon. Once again, we will be starting After Herfs right back real soon, coming at you in 2024. So make sure you check us out at patreon.com slash down to herf podcast. Uh, memberships are $6 and $12. Going to want to be on that. We're always bringing the funnies to you. We're getting ready to do one of those tonight. Exactly. Exactly. Right. My boy, look how happy he is. I've been heating this one up for months can't wait to get into that uh that being said geo anything you gotta touch on guys make sure you know you're subscribing you know look out we're gonna be posting you know by this time of the air the post will be up our top 10 cigars of the year for 23 let us know what you think we love the engagement we love hearing from you guys we try to respond to everybody we love that we've been seeing an uptick in that and you know again thank you to both our sponsors crown heads and dunbarton and make sure you guys are checking us out on audio only on a cigar hustlers podcast network you know so if you are searching for us for our new main episodes it's under a cigar hustlers podcast network take it easy you touch on everything man so uh we'll see you guys next wednesday and just 
one more little thank you, sorry, uh, to Crownheads and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Uh, welcome aboard, man. Looking forward to the next year. So, peace, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.